All right, so um, you can take your seats and then we'll, we'll jump into our scripture here in a little bit. Wow. All right. So not only is it the 365th day of the year, it is also the 52nd Sunday of the year. It's a double blessing. Amen. It's double for your trouble. Amen. And so we are honored to stand before you on the last day of 2023. What a ride it has been, huh? What a ride it has been. So don't be so quick to overlook all that has transpired this year for you in your own life. I just want to tell you, you made it. I just want to tell you, you made it. I just want to tell you, you made it. With God's grace, you made it. You made it. And if you, and if you don't know by now, I'm wired differently. And so my mind receives and interprets and processes things differently than most. And that's just the way it is for me. And so I love the fact that God would not allow this year to end without giving birth. Without giving us a glimpse of what is to come. Because how you end a thing determines how you begin a thing. So if the year ended in us celebrating the birth of Penelope Jane Caranco, that means we begin the year with things being produced and giving fruit. I told you I'm wired differently. So for some, it may be an idea. For others, a miracle. For others, an, an answered prayer. Others, a breakthrough or a business idea or maybe a restored heart. And so the fact that you are here in the house on the last day of 2023, may everything you do in his house give forth fruit in the coming year. Amen. I hope you received that this morning. So if you have your Bibles, would you go with me to the book of 2 Samuel chapter 21. 2 Samuel chapter 21. And so I'm just going to ask that you, you just be a little uh, shout back at me. If you've never shouted in church this whole year, this is, this is a Sunday. So you can say amen, preacher, or ouch. Or if you can't say amen, go ahead and say dilly dilly. It's okay. On the last Sunday, we'll allow it. Uh, but just, just help me preach this morning, all right? So 2 Samuel chapter 21, verse 10 through 14. And it reads like this. Then Rizpha, daughter of Ai, the mother of two of the men, spread burlap on the rock and stayed there the entire harvest season. She prevented the scavenger birds from tearing at their bodies during the day and stopped wild animals from eating them at night. When David learned, when David learned that Rizpah, Saul's concubine, had done, uh, he went to the people of Jabesh Gilead and retrieved the bones of Saul and his son Jonathan. When the Philistines had killed Saul and Jonathan on Mount Gilboa, the people of Jabesh, sorry, Jabesh Gilead stole their bodies from the public square of Bethshan, where the Philistines had hung them. So David obtained the bones of Saul and Jonathan, as well as the bones of the men the Gibeonites had executed. Then the king ordered that they bury the bones in the tomb of Kish, Saul's father, at the town of Zila, in the land of Benjamin. After that, God ended the famine in the land. And I know what you're thinking. What kind of story is this to choose as the last message of the year? All this killing and names that I cannot even pronounce. 
Uh, but I'm so glad you're here because we get to dig a little deeper into the text. And so there are some stories in Scripture that you don't get all the details up front, but you have to search a little more, and then everything else starts to make sense. So this is one of those, and I love this story. And so for the next couple of moments, I want to encourage you and share the grand finale of 2023. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. So a few things to consider in this story, that every soldier upon death would get a proper burial, a proper soldier's burial. Every soldier upon death would get a proper burial. When there was a transition of kingship, the new king had the authority to undo what the previous kingship had done according to what was right and just, okay? The consequences, this is key, the consequences of our compromise may not show up during our lifetime, but rest assured it will show up. I'm going to read that again. The consequences of our compromise may not show up in our lifetime, in your lifetime, but rest assured it will show up. And so in this story, the mother of two children that are no longer alive because of a compromise then King Saul made is left to deal with the consequences. Her sons are left there hanging, not as soldiers but as criminals. Another version says, from the beginning of the harvest till the rain poured down. For about five to six months, Rizpha showed up every single day, the entire harvest season. The scripture tells us that she prevented the scavenger birds from tearing at their bodies during the day and stopped the wild animals from eating them at night. Can you imagine showing up every single day to protect something that is no longer alive? And yet her love for her children was so much that day after day, month after month, she kept showing up. The bodies must have been a mess by now and the smell kindly unpleasant. And yet she shows up. Nothing has changed, and she shows up. No one has come to her aid, and she shows up. Another sleepless night has gone by, and she shows up. Her prayer is still unanswered, and she shows up. Her life seems to be stuck on pause, and she shows up. Priorities have changed in her life, and she shows up. The circumstances have not changed, and she shows up. The situation she's facing has not changed, and she shows up. The predicament that she's living has not changed, and she shows up. And isn't that the case for many of us here today? Life was not kind to you, and yet you showed up. Goals went out the window January 2nd, and yet you showed up. Loss after loss, and yet you showed up. Breakups and breakdowns, and Sunday after Sunday, you showed up. You came with a broken heart, but you showed up. You came with emotional wounds, but you showed up. You came with little faith that Sunday, but you showed up. You came with more questions than answers, but you showed up. You came with empty pockets, but you showed up. You came with just enough fuel to make it to church, but you showed up. 
<laughs> you came with no intentions of coming back, but you showed up. You came alone because your spouse didn't want to come anymore, but you showed up. You came still sick and in need of a miracle, but you showed up. The house is falling apart. School systems are broken. Society is a big lump of dysfunction. You can't stand your job anymore. And instead of being excited about a new year, you're actually mad about it. But on the last Sunday, you showed up. Because showing up is half the battle. Showing up is half the battle. Showing up is half the battle. You see, I need you to know that the scripture also tells us that eventually King David heard about Rispa and what she was doing and he showed up. Eventually King David heard about Rispa and he showed up. Eventually the king heard and he showed up. She showed up day after day after day after day after day. Two months passed. Three months passed. Four months passed. Five months passed. And eventually the king heard and he showed up. And I just want to encourage somebody that showed up today. Eventually the king will hear and he will show up. I just want to encourage somebody today that Sunday after Sunday showed up, eventually the king will hear and he will show up. I just want to encourage somebody that month after month showed up, eventually the king will hear. And he will show up in your life. I just want to encourage somebody that breakdowns after breakdowns showed up to his house. Eventually the king will hear and he will show up too. Why? Because this is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. I fight my battles by showing up. Because honestly, I don't know what else to do than to be in his house. But I know that if I show up, eventually the king will show up too. Because showing up is half the battle. See, that's how some of you made it. I don't know what else to do than to show up and sing when I, have, when I had no strength to, uh, to, to pray at the end of the message, when I had no desire to, to kneel in complete surrender while being frustrated with God all at the same time. Why? Because this is how I fight my battles. You see, this whole time she kept showing up day after day to protect those she loved. But nothing was changing. The circumstances was not changing, were not changing. The situation was not changing. The predicament she is living in was not changing. So allow me to submit this thought to you this morning. It was not the situation that needed to be changed. It was not the circumstances that needed to be changed. It was not even the predicament that she was in that needed to be changed. It was her that needed to be changed. So what if this whole time, this whole year, you and I were waiting for the circumstances to change, the, the situation to change, the predicament that we are in to change, when all along what needed to be changed was me, was you. 
It was you that needed a rebirth. It was you that needed to be made whole again. It was you that needed to be renewed. It was you that needed to be remolded in the potter's hands. It was you that needed to be restored. It was you that needed to be transformed. See, the beauty of the true gospel is that some will encounter and experience God in the pain, some in the process, others in the promise. And most think that only in the good can you experience God and that God is only found in the promise. But that's not the case, is it? He's Emmanuel, God with you. So no matter what part of the journey you find yourself in, he is there. And maybe it's when you encounter him in the pain that your life experiences a rebirth. Maybe it's when you experience him during the process that the lens in which you see through is clearer and intentions are made pure. Maybe it's when you experience him in the promise that you realize that you were part of his story all along, even when it felt like you weren't. In the pain, he can show up. During the process, he can show up too. And in the promise, he can show up. And the question remains, though, will you, will you show up? Because showing up is half the battle. And let this be a challenge for those that didn't show up as consistently as you should have or as you wanted to. See, we cannot expect to reap what we have not sown. I will say it this way. God is not obligated to sustain what he did not orchestrate. God is not obligated to sustain what he did not orchestrate. Jeremiah 29, 13 puts it this way, you will find me when you search me with your whole heart. You will find me when you search for me with your whole heart. If you show up, the king will show up. Because I want to tell somebody, when you show up, the king will show up. And this is how I fight my battles, showing up. Eventually, King David heard about Rizpha, and he honors her request, and her sons are given a proper burial. And the last line of verse 14 reads, after that, God ended the famine in the land. Perhaps the hunger, the emptiness, the unsettling feeling you have is because there's a famine somewhere in some area of your life. And instead of realizing that it could be a spiritual thing, we find ourselves trying to fill a spiritual void with a natural experience. See, the last thing the adversary of our souls would like for you to do is show up. Because if you show up, there's a probability that the king will show up too. Because here's the truth. Showing up is half the battle. It is showing up is half the battle. And sometimes, sometimes just being in the right environment is what you need to be awakened and nurtured correctly. Because truth is, sometimes you won't be moved by the smiles at the front door. It won't be through the songs sung that Sunday morning. It may not even be the sermon preached that day, but it will be through an embrace by a sister who had been praying for you all week, hoping you would show up today. 
It will be by a, I'm so glad to see you, that will speak life into you. It will be by someone standing behind you while you're at the altar and you feel that hand placed on your shoulder that gives you the confirmation you need to know that the king just showed up. <laughs> because this is how I fight my battles. In the valleys and in the mountains, this is how I fight my battles. When you find yourself broken at the bottom of a pit, may you remember that God loves the broken too. God used two broken stone tablets to cause the Israelites to repent of their disobedience. God used broken earthen vessels to give the impression of an enormous army accompanying Gideon. God used a broken heart to return King David to himself. God used a broken roof to provide access for a cripple to be lowered by four faithful friends into the healing presence of Jesus. God used broken loaves to feed 5,000 and then some. God used the broken fishing nets to challenge the disciples to depend on him rather than their own efforts. God used a broken ship to steer Paul to the island of Malta to reveal the gospel to the natives there. And God used a broken body pierced for our sins to provide salvation for all humanity. In the pain, he will show up. Ask me how I know. And you too can say the same thing. During the process, he will show up. In the promise, he will show up. So today, on the last day of 2023, on the 52nd Sunday of the year, let it be known that you showed up. <laughs> and if you showed up, eventually the king will show up too. Because for me, being in his house, this is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. And I hope that in the coming year, this is how you fight your battles. Showing up with the limp, but you showed up. Broken, but you showed up. Alone, but you showed up. Or maybe everything's all great and you showed up. Eventually the king will show up. Will you bow your heads where you're at? Lord, we thank you for the wild ride that was 2023. We thank you, God, for giving us the strength, the courage, the faith when we needed it, Lord, to get through another week, to get through another day, to get through another obstacle, another setback. But thank you, God, because Sunday after Sunday, month after month, your children showed up, God. That they, that they did everything they could to show up, Father. We showed up with broken hearts and shattered dreams and everything falling apart, our faith hanging on by a thread, but we showed up. And you showed up as well, God. I pray that we would not lose a heart for you. I pray that we would not lose the desire to seek you. I pray that it would increase, Lord. I pray that we would really fall in love with you. Lord, that we fall in love with you, your hands, Lord, will give us what we need. But that we would seek your heart. God, I just want to say thank you that I made it. That some families here, Lord, they made it. Some person here made it. 
Thank you for keeping them. Thank you for protecting them. Thank you, God, because you were there with them in the valleys, in the setbacks, in the bad news, in the losses. God, you were there and you kept them. And it doesn't mean we had all the answers and it doesn't mean that we have it all together right now, but he showed up. And Rizfa, she shows up for five to six months, day after day. And eventually the king heard and the king appears. The king shows up to her. So let it be known, Lord, that on this last day of the 2023, your people showed up. And eventually you will hear and you will show up. Just like you have for so many of us here in this house. I pray for those, Lord, that are hanging on, Lord, for an answered prayer. I pray, Lord, that you would meet them where they're at. That you would just give them a glimpse of what is to come. That they are still part of the story. That it will all make sense. I know the ending of a chapter may not make sense. It's a, an, 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 uh, just a, an eruption, Lord, in the story. But this next chapter will be one for the ages, one to remember. And I pray that our faith would be strong, that our faith in you would be strong, that our house would be strong in your word. Lord, we thank you for showing up this whole year, God, in our lives. And the least thing we can do is for us to show up. And so I pray that we would take on this challenge, that in 2024, Lord, that we would show up doesn't matter the circumstances, the situations, or the predicaments that we are in, God, that we would show up. Because if we show up, you will show up too. Because this is how I fight. I may not know how to sing. I may not know how to preach. I may not know how to evangelize. But showing up, this is how I fight my battles. Come on, honey, let's go. Come on, boo, let's go to church. Because this is how we fight. This is how I fight my battles. So may his favor lead you, his grace sustain you, and his mercy follow you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Can we give the Lord a hand praise this morning?